God bless you. It's good to be with you today in the studio here at Kingdom Concepts. We are going to have an amazing time, amen, with one another. If you haven't already, hit that like button and subscribe to this channel so that way every Monday when our new episodes come out, you'll be one of the first ones to receive it. Uh, it helps accomplish our mission, and that is to help you become a success. We want to see you thrive, and we want to give you the tools that are necessary for you to tap into that life, amen, that Jesus Christ died and bled for you to have. It's a amen. good life, amen. It's a really good life, and we want to do our part, amen, in assisting you in your journey, amen. If you haven't already, grab a notebook, grab your Bible. We're going to use those things, and then I just want to put a special plug in. If you did not watch the last episode, you definitely want to go back and binge on this new uh, subject matter we begin to talk about. We've been talking about how to be blessed in a the world, world that's, that's stressed. stressed. There's a lot of stress and trouble taking place in this world. Why is that? Because people are focusing more on what's happening in the world and not what's happening um, you know, what the Lord has told us about, you know, and so there's a lot of stuff, stress going around. There's a lot of uh, unnecessary roughness that Come the on. people of God are walking through right now and they don't need to. I, I'm not telling you that it's not true what's going on. But it, there's a very, very real enemy. There's a very, very real attack on the body of Christ. There's an attack on the world. Mm -hmm. But we don't have to be underneath that. Come on. We don't. You know, I learned this very, very young in the Lord. Um, uh, our old pastor, he told us, um, he, he gave us a funny illustration. He said that when we um, have a care and when we have things that are coming on us, he told us to grab, uh, to just, to, to grab, to roll it over on him and to <laughs> roll it over on the Lord. And so me, if, if I feel like I'm, I'm, a, I'm coming up underneath something and if I feel my body, you know, taking heavy. the weight. Mm. We talked earlier yesterday, last episode heavy. about being heavy. And, and when you, you feel that heaviness come on, you're like, wait a minute. I'm carrying the care, mm. and I'm I'm having this weight on me that is not I'm not designed to carry that, mm -hmm. you know. And so he he taught us to just roll the care roll over. Roll it so, over. Practice so, that with us. Yeah. So we just roll the care <laughs> over, and you know I do it. I, I you know he he I just I just sometimes I'll just be laying there in bed and I'll be like I'm rolling <laughs> it over. I'm rolling it over, and you know it's a funny thing, but it reminds me to take action. Mm -hmm. To take action, not just I'm not just saying the right things. I'm not just reading the right things. I'm not hearing just hearing the right things. I'm taking action to what is put inside my my mouth. I'm putting action to what's put inside my heart and in the word. I'm taking action by saying. I choose not to be stressed. Mm -hmm. I choose not to take the care on myself. And I choose not to be underneath the weight of it all. Yeah. So many people are just overcome mm -hmm. with all this pressure and care to where it's really sad. I mean, you know, some of the things that are so extreme, like um, you watch the news. There are people that have been killed. I seen a, a thing last week where there was a, a young man that was killed in a drive through because the guy said his fries were cold. And he murdered this man over cold fries. And you see stuff like this happening. And what it does to people that are law-abiding citizens, you know, good people per se, is that it causes you to start caring and being uh, a con more concerned about when you leave your house, what's going to happen, mm -hmm. what's going mm -hmm. on, because there's so many things that are taking place. And Jesus, he told us in Matthew 24, 6, he says, man, don't be troubled. He mm -hmm. said, these things 
are going to happen. He described the where we're at right now like being birth pains. Uh. Like when a woman starts having a contraction, not like contraction after contraction where the baby's coming, but like when you have that phantom contraction that lets you know, hey, there's a baby there. And what's, what's there is going to be birthed soon. Yes. Right now, the stress and the anxiety and the trouble that's going on in the world, to us, it's a birth pain. We see it for what is coming. We know that this is just the beginning. And so it's important for us to understand how to handle trouble. You know, in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1, it says this, This know also that in the last times, Perilous times shall come. We're living in the last days. So he warned us perilous times are coming. In the Amplified Bible, it says in these last days will come. These things will set in perilous times of great stress. And that's the number one contender right now is stress. Great stress and trouble. Hard to deal with. Hard to bear. If you don't have your priorities straight. Because what you give attention to, you give power to. And if you're focusing on the trouble you're going to be troubled. Mm -hmm. If you focus on Jesus and the things of God, he'll trouble your trouble for you. That's right. That's right. It's, <laughs> it's, it's very, very important to, to pick your focus, to pick your, um, what are you going to focus on? Are you going to focus on the amazing things that are happening mm -hmm. and the wonderful things that are happening? Are you going to focus on the things that just aren't going right right now? You know, um, I find for myself, whenever I feel like, uh, you know, I'm trying, uh, the enemy's trying to come at me to carry the care, to get underneath the care, I immediately begin to rehearse. And we were talking about that yeah. in the earlier episode. I immediately begin to rehearse those wonderful things that God has done for me mm -hmm. already. I, 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 I love, um, I love um, in um, the Old Testament where Moses tells the Lord, remember God, you do this. And he begin, He tells the Lord how good he is. Lord, you can't smite everybody because you're a good God. <laughs> Lord, you can't do all this because you're a good God. And I love that. I love that in the Old Testament, they reminded God, God, you did this for this. You did, you're mm -hmm. the father of this. And he just, they remind God of his goodness, mm -hmm. you know. And I, I know it's them speaking to the Lord, but it's also stirring themselves up. It's also them reminding themselves, God, you did it for this person, Lord, you're going to do it for me. Mm -hmm. God, you took care of that person, you're going to take care of me. And they stir themselves up with the things that they they know about God. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you know, I think sometimes, too, that when we, uh, and just quite honestly, when when we begin to allow stress to overcome us and we allow things to be bigger than the God that we serve, mm -hmm. You know, do you think I, I'm in, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but don't you think that's a lack of faith in God? I think what happens is people have faith, but sometimes it's misplaced. Mm. And what I mean by that is you look at the miracles that the Lord did for Israel. Yes. We're, we're talking about he worked his wonders, all of the yes. plagues of Egypt, man. I mean, yes. God just, come on, let my people go. And God worked his wonders for them to where Pharaoh let them go. And, and even when he pursued them, God rescued them. God parted the Red Sea. He did so much for them. And what happened? They got stressed out because they didn't have nowhere they were going to get water. They got stressed out because they didn't feel like they had enough food. Mm -hmm. They were stressed out. And what they start doing when they were stressed out, their mouth got involved. And they mm -hmm. started complaining about the Lord. Oh, you brought us in the desert to kill us. They were stressed out. Instead of remembering mm -hmm. 
God brought us out of Egypt. God That's brought right. us out of the house That's of right. bondage. That's right. God set us free. God parted the That's Red right. Seas. He, he put his super on natural things to supernaturally be there to take care of us. Anytime people forget about what their faith has produced, mm. you're going to have trouble. Amen. Amen. But when you remember what God's done, when you rehearse those victories like David, I slayed a bear, I slayed a lion, and this giant's going to be the same. When you rehearse those victories, you know, there's power that's released on whatever it is you're, you're facing, and you'll always feel light mm -hmm. and not heavy. You'll always be operating from above and never from beneath, mm -hmm. like Jesus said. And it could be the same victory, just mm -hmm. because it, it could be, you be coming up about a, a different situation, and you have this one victory, this one thing that you're constantly rehearsing. You know why? Because that victory became so real inside of you, mm -hmm. you know? I remember when we were... Um, we were youth pastors, associate pastors, and we were going through, um, this is before, this is almost uh, 25 years ago, we were going through so many different things financially. We were uh, just no lights, no no water, and living in, it, it just it just was. Had a job but wasn't getting paid. Just wanted to say yes. I, I was responsible. Yes, and <laughs> it was just, it was just a, um, it was a tough time that we went through. Mm -hmm. Very, very tough time. And I remember getting this scripture. Um, I'll just share this with you. Uh, go to Psalm. Well, I'll just go there real quick. Psalms 12. Um, Psalms 112. The Lord gave me this passage of scripture. And he and this passage of scripture, it just became so real inside of me. And every single day I would I would quote this scripture and I would pray this scripture. And one, one of these scriptures is... Um, uh, on the verses, verse 7, it says, He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is firmly fixed, mm -hmm. trusting, leaning, and being confident in the Lord. Come on. And so I remember saying that, and I remember saying that, and I remember saying that over and over and over again. And God turned our situation around from getting paid nothing to getting paid so much more within, I think, th three or four weeks. It was like, boom, God just turned it around and not from my employer yep just turned it around <laughs> and then um you know a year and a half later we moved here to visalia we get here and i remember um my my youngest daughter we were enrolling her in school where we go to the doctor and um as we you know because you have to have little physicals they did a little physical to get her in school and the nurse said to me you know has anybody ever told you that she has a heart murmur and i said no and she, by this time she was five years old I said, no, I've never been told that. They said, well, she has a heart murmur. And I said, um, well, I've never been told that. I said, well, in order for us to keep going, apparently it scared them, whatever. They said, you need to go to a specialist. So went to a specialist. We go to a specialist. And as the uh, doctor's doing the exam, mm -hmm. he says to me, he says, um, you know, he said, there's two types of heart murmurs. He said, there's one that goes away. He said, and there's another one. He said that we have to go in and do an open heart, go in and fix the valve because it doesn't get better. And he's telling me this, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I just came here to get a physical to let her go to school. Yes, I remember. You know, so I'm sitting there, and I'm listening to her. And I'm sitting there, and I'm listening to the doctor. And he goes, you know what? He goes, I'm gonna, I need to go. He said, I need to go and examine these, these things. He, so he leaves. And so he asks for another sonogram to be done. Mm -hmm. And so... The lady comes in to do another sonogram, and our little one's there, Madeline's there, and she's getting the thing done. 
And as as the ladies, the doctor leaves, and the lady, the, the doctor leaves, and the sonogram lady's coming. I remember telling the Lord, I said, God, I said, I have passed through tests and trials. Mm -hmm. I have passed through things. And I said, and Father, I said, I don't need to go through this. My little girl does not need to go through That's this. Right. You know how I'm going to come out. You know I'm going to be strong. <laughs> and you know I'm not going to worry, fret, or anything. I said, so God, I need you to fix this right now. I said, because I don't need to go through this because I've learned what you need me to learn when it comes to trusting you. Too blessed to be stressed. Yes. And so I'm, I'm and I have minutes to tell myself this. But I vividly remember sitting there telling the Lord, there is you taught me things, mm -hmm. and I don't need to go through this, and my daughter does not need to go through this so that I can learn something. I need you to teach me what I need to learn because I don't need to go through this. Mm -hmm. And so the doctor, the nurse comes in a minute, and I'm, I'm praying, you know. The nurse comes in, and she begins to do an examination on Madeline. And then she, she begins to say, um, look mm -hmm. at that heart. That's a perfect heart. Yeah. This is a perfect heart. This is a perfect heart. And all of a sudden, the scripture came in. See this scripture? Mm -hmm. It says, He shall not be afraid of evil times. His heart is firmly fixed. His heart is firmly fixed, trusting and leaning on, being confident in the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I said, Lord, thank you, Lord, that I was confident in you. Lord, thank you, Lord, that his heart is perfect. And I just began to share all these things, say all these things. And I'm like, that's right. And everything that she's saying, she leaves comes back, doctor comes back about 45 minutes later. He goes, you know, he goes, I was wrong. He said, this is fine. It's going to go away. I said, thank you. I knew that, but thank you. <laughs> you know? And so he left. And it was, it was a victory that I had had two yeah. years ago using this passage of scripture. Mm -hmm. And that same victory came to me, that same word, that same scripture, that same, you know, faith that I had then, mm -hmm. it came at the same time. So if you, you just got one victory. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's plenty. You just aren't looking at them because if you got up and you brushed your teeth, that's a victory right there. You Come know, on. <laughs> we have lots of victories, but are we looking at the things of this life as just normal things? Or are we seeing the victory that we have a job, mm -hmm. the victory that we have a paycheck, the victory that we have a car, the victory that we have mm -hmm. shoes. There's people that wake up with mm -hmm. no shoes, no clothes, mm -hmm. but we don't see those as victories. Yeah. Well, you know, the Lord tells us, you know, uh, he said, in this world, you're going to have tribulation, you know. He says, there's going to be persecution. There's going to be things like that. He said, you're going to reap, he says, you know, everything you've sown with persecution. He said, but That's in this right. world, you're going to have trouble. He says, but be of good courage. He said, That's right. I've overcome okay, it. Yeah. It's like he's, he's already gone before us making a way. And, you know, uh, maybe you're facing something today that is a challenge. You know, maybe it's impossible for for you to fix maybe it's impossible for anyone else to fix but man you're you're a child of god you're born again you're a tither and a giver man you're a person that lives you know in the word of god you live by your faith i want to encourage you amen the same way that god parted the red sea amen for the people of god for israel god will part the red sea for you amen mm -hmm. there's a scripture that says that the lord that there was an ancient path that he had prepared ahead of time that nobody knew about there was a road under the sea that was hidden from the eye but man it was revealed by almighty god and it's like god knows how to bring you into that resting place amen you are too blessed to be stressed mm -hmm. amen god has provided everything the bible says that that pertains into life and godliness but what we have to do is make sure amen that number one we have faith that God will do what That's he right. said God will do his part and what he's done before mm -hmm. he'll do it again That's right. but we have to make sure that we're doing our That's part right. because we have to give God something to work with and the greatest thing that God can work with is our faith That's right. because the Bible says that without faith 
It's impossible to please God. It's impossible to please God. And what's God? what pleases God? Psalms 35, 27, the prosperity of his servant. When we are doing well, it blesses the heart of God. So you don't have nothing to get stressed about. Amen. God knows how to take care of us. But what do we have to do? to position ourselves so that God can have his pleasure mm -hmm. and that stress and that pressure, that anxiety uh, uh, has no place in us. Mm -hmm. The answer is found in Matthew chapter 6. And uh, I want us to go to verse 33. We're going we're gonna to read that one first. Matthew 6, 33. You know, before I read this, can I just read this really quick? Because I just have a feeling that maybe you're, you're sitting here and you're thinking... Um, Maybe you're, maybe you're thinking that you, uh, God doesn't want you to be blessed. Maybe you're thinking, maybe, mm. maybe for me, God doesn't want those things for me. Maybe for me, you know, for everybody else, you know, it's it's good, but not for me. Mm. And that's just my lot. That's not good. That's not true. That's not good. God, beloved above all things, I wish that thou mayest prosper, yeah. be in health as your soul prospers. Yeah. And, and, and he wants you blessed and prosperous in your soul, your health, your body, every yeah. area. Third, third John 2. Third, third beloved, John two. I desire above all else that you prosper, be in health, even as your soul prospers. And, and if we can just see that, because I just really feel like sometimes, um, I don't know, maybe you're watching this and you're thinking, you know, that's for everybody else. That, mm -hmm. That's for everybody else. For me, it, it's just, I, I, you know, I've got a hard knock life, kid, mm -hmm. you know. But yeah. it's not, you know, he wants that for everybody. He doesn't mm -hmm. love me more than he loves you. He doesn't love the other person that you see all the time that you think is constantly mm -hmm. blessed. Maybe they're going through things that you can't even fathom, mm -hmm. but the way that they're handling it and the way that they're dealing with it is in the Word. Yeah, because if you do what they do, you can have what they have. Yeah. You know, you, you can have that same success. Amen. But a master key, a master key in having your needs met and a master key in staying in a position of great peace where your trouble is being troubled. Amen. Is found in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Jesus Christ himself makes it very simple. He doesn't give you 12 steps. He gives you one step. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so, uh, if you will, honey, why don't you read that? But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. How many things? All these things. <laughs> but what do you have to do first? Seek ye first the kingdom of God. You have to seek first the kingdom of God. That's what's the kingdom of God? God's way of doing things, which right. is Genesis 8:22, seed time and harvest. You know, uh, when you focus on how God does things, things are going to always be great. Amen? And when you focus on Him, how He does things will always be revealed to you. Mm -hmm. Right here, Jesus says, seek first the kingdom of God. You know, you have to understand what that is, man. God has a way of doing things. Amen? And you do reap what you sow. But when you seek Him first, I learned if, if I don't seek him at the beginning of the day, I'm going to seek him at the end, and it's going to be me asking him why I had such a bad day. We begin every day thanking God mm -hmm. and praising God for all that he's done and all that he's going to do. But right here in Matthew 6, let me tell you something. You hear this all the time when people talk about business, you know, having a, a business, you know, like in a town or a community, like a storefront. Location, location, location. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, your location has a lot to do with how you're going to handle what's going on in the world. And Jesus said that the location that we need to be in, he says, you're in the world, but you're not of the world. 
Amen. He says that we are citizens of the kingdom of God. That's mm -hmm. why it says seek first the kingdom because we're citizens of that kingdom. Mm -hmm. You know, and the Bible says that we're, we've been made ambassadors of Christ. That's right. If you will, can you look at 2 uh, Corinthians chapter 5, um, verse 17 um, through uh, 20? Because this right here, this is so important that you understand why he's saying seek first the kingdom. Again, you're a citizen of that kingdom the moment you made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. He took your trouble. He troubled your trouble. And this is what it has to say about us when you've made him your Lord. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Mm -hmm. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. I love that. All things. Not some things. All things. He says, you know what? You're... Your, your zip code has changed, amen. You're a citizen of heaven. And that's why Jesus told the religious crowd, you're from beneath. He goes, I'm from above. That's right. You know, it's like, and we operate out of that position. You know, and the Bible tells us, uh, you know, and we'll get into this in another episode. But in Colossians chapter 1, when you read verse 19, 9 through 13, it says, seek those things which are above where Christ mm -hmm. sits at the right mm -hmm. hand of the Father. Why? Because the Bible says we're seated together with Christ right. in those heavenly places. What heaven has to offer is available to you and it's available to me. But we have to seek the Lord first. But you might say, well, what about all of the natural things that I have need of? I'm glad you asked that question. <laughs> Matthew chapter 6. Let's go back there again. And we're going to just kind of sum this all up. We want to just put a nice pretty bow on this uh, revelation, amen, and this teaching we're giving you. But Matthew chapter 6, let's look what Jesus said, amen, before, amen, he said, seek first the kingdom. Look what he was talking about. He said all things, and he mentions the things that will be added to us. Uh, why don't you begin in uh, verse uh, 25, um, and we'll read through verse 34. Uh, amplified or uh, King James is fine. Therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on, is not the life more is not the life more than the meat, more than meat, and the body than raiment. Raiment. Behold, the fowls of there, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? Unto why take and why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothe the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or where, wherewithal shall we be clothed. For after all these things do the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things that shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow should take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. So you see right here, the Lord mentions all these things, what you're going to wear, where you're going to live, what, you know, all of these things, these things are important things. But what did he say? Don't seek the thing, seek me. Mm -hmm. He says, the Gentiles, people that don't have a covenant, he goes, that's where their mind's at, and that's what stresses them out. He says, you seek me, he says, and the things that stress others about, he goes, I'm just going to give you those mm -hmm. things so that you don't have to carry the care of it. I'll provide it mm -hmm. for you. You know, in verse 33 in the Amplified, it says it this way. 
but seek, aim at and strive after, first of all, his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right. And then all these things taken together will be given to you besides. So do not worry or be anxious about tomorrow for tomorrow has enough worries and anxieties of its own for su sufficient for each day is its own trouble. What God's telling you is, hey, man, let me take care of your today and know that I'm going to take care of whatever shows up tomorrow. That's Amen. Right. God loves you That's and right. he's blessed you. He, 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 his blessings are available. Amen. That good life that Jesus said he came to give you, that life that's so full it overflows, the abundant life, that life's already been created. That's it's right. already been prepared. It's ours for the taking. That's amen. Right. So make sure you're seeking God. Amen. So that when you start feeling the pressure, amen, of the needs, or if you start, you know, thinking too much about, you know, things that need to happen, I'm telling you, cast all your care. Or like Pastor Eliana said, Roll all your care <laughs> onto the Lord because he cares for you. Right. Amen. He'll help you. Amen. Right. And we want to say a prayer to help you right now. Honey, you want to go ahead and Yes. Leave? Father, I thank you right now for, for every you. single person that is watching right now. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that, that you're with him, that you're, that you're with them, that yes. you're taking care of them, that you're protecting them. And Father, Lord, I also <sighs> ask you to lead them to the right scriptures that they need. Lord, lead them to the right scriptures that they need. Lord, lead them to the right words that they need to be listened to. Lord, lead them to the right churches that they need to be attending. Yes, and Lord, yes. lead them to the right songs, the right ministers that they should be listening to. People that will uplift them, help them to carry the load. Lord, I praise you and I thank you in yes. Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, amen. God is so good. I, I, I've, I've been enjoying I've been enjoying this revelation, amen. It's so wonderful. And we're so glad, amen, that you were here with us. And we look forward to being with you again here on Kingdom Concepts.